Y'all know the TikTok video? It's on Instagram, too, for all of us millennials. The one where the woman is in the kitchen and her husband walks by her and she's literally like so upset. She's so angry. And the punchline is literally because the husband just walked by her and he didn't tap her on the bottom. First of all, (laughs) that actually happened a couple minutes ago, but I did tap you. Wait, what? Remember, we're just in the kitchen right now. And I walked by and I was like, pop, pop. Yeah, okay, whatever. Anyways, I am she, she is me, that is me. That is my marriage, that is me. If he doesn't touch me when he walks by, I literally think, like, you hate me. This girl is not satisfied if I'm not, like, grabbing on her, touching her, tapping her, something like that. Even (laughs) sometimes, sometimes I walk by and I'm like, and she's like, ooh. I'm like, (laughs) you satisfied? Are you satisfied? I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry for all of those who have never seen this side of us. Some of y'all know this is how we are, but some of y'all are still learning us. So I'm sorry. Welcome to our marriage. That is who I am. It is true. I do love it. And even the kids know. I Even Jordan was in kindergarten when he was t- telling his teacher that daddy hit mommy on the butt. Oh, my gosh. Yo, real quick, shout out to everybody that's just joining us on this channel, that's joining us, whether you're listening on YouTube, watching on YouTube or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're watching from. Listen, if you feel like these videos, if you're just joining in and you feel like you're, you're already part of the family, subscribe, like, listen, this is not just passive listening. This is active engagement. Listen, we don't want you to just hit subscribe just for fun. We want you to come along with us with this journey. And so let's dig. It's been a really cool opportunity for us as a family, as a couple. We've been plugging in so many different opportunities to talk and dig. And so if you're ready for this ride, let's let's dig. dig. Okay. So let's even tap into what what even led us to have this conversation today, right? Because we're talking about that meme. You, I remember you sent me that meme a couple of days or maybe weeks ago. You sent me a meme and it was, a, it was another meme actually of a little ducky. It was like a little duck saying quack, quack, quack. Nobody loves me. And on top of it, it says, like what it say? It said when a husband walks by and doesn't touch his wife's butt. That's crazy. And then like the little duckling was like so sad. And he said, nobody loves me. And you know what's wild, y'all, is I could I can spend my whole entire day focused and devoted, focused and devoted to doing things for my wife, trying to please her, washing the cars, doing uh, the house, cleaning, vacuuming, picking up the kids, doing their hair, taking them to school, do all these type of things. But sometimes what happens is at the end of the day, I'm just plugging, I'm feeling, I'm doing everything that I can, all to find out that my wife's love tank was still empty, depleted. She was not satisfied. And honestly, we went through, uh, this whole topic is going to be about love languages. First of all, if you haven't picked up on this, this is about love languages. We've been married going on 14 years now, and we got plugged into love languages at the beginning at our premarital counseling. And we yeah. thought, oh, bet we got it all figured out. Got it. Her love language. Got it. We got it. And I speak this. I receive it like this. And we thought we'd be good. But a couple of, what, months ago? Yeah, it was like a month or two ago. A month or two ago, we went and had, had steak. Um, we had a really good steak. It was delicious. But I was uh, not satisfied. Not with the steak. I was very satisfied with the steak. I was not satisfied with you and how you were speaking a love language that didn't fill my love tank. Which was hard to hear because I got, I, I was on the defense, y'all, because I'm over here thinking like, man, I do all these things for you. And I'm- wait, and give me a second to boldly say my husband does so much. He is incredible. He is one of a kind. He's not normal. 
He will do our baby girl's hair. He will teach our son something like to take a shower and not be so stinky. Like he, like my husband is a better cleaner than me. Like he has some incredible qualities. But as I'm in this process and journey of speaking up for myself more, learning to put my words together more, even just in the 30s, like you just learn who you are more. And so it was at a point where I was like, man, I feel terrible for saying these things because he does so much. But I have to tell you, there's something inside of me. My love tank is empty because you're doing all the things that I can see, but they're, I'm not feeling yeah. the things that you're doing. Yeah, and it was hard for me to hear because, I I mean, I got super defensive because I'm like, are you, are you, yo, I do all these things. I And I acknowledged that. I yeah. said, you do so much yeah. for us. And then it's, it, it's when we got to this point where we're like, okay, what do you absolutely need from me? And we started to dig. We started to dig. And I realized, and, you know, I, I connected it to my childhood upbringing, mm-hmm. you know, like what like what I saw my dad do. My dad was an acts of service guy. So he would do things. He was a guy of gifts. So he would get things and things like that. And you right? became this husband of acts of service. But that was probably when we did that test years ago when we first got married, that was probably one of my lowest ones yeah. was acts of service. Yeah, yeah. And so you had just become this this husband that spoke and kind of mimicked what your dad did as right. a child. And I was like, hey, hello, like, remember who you're married to. It's not that person. I'm the I'm these qualities. I'm these love languages. And those are what really make me feel connected to you. Cause that's what it is at the end of the day. Your love language is literally impacting how connected you feel with your partner, with your friendship, whatever it really it's I love the verbiage of the love tank because yeah. it's just such a good way to describe it. Um, we've talked about how sometimes you can throw jokes out. And if my love tank, depending on where my meter is on my love tank, it is whether those jokes are funny or not. funny. Right. Right. Well, and what's interesting, too, is matter of fact, you just mentioned like, you know, with the people that you're in relationship with, friends or co- co-workers, right? I worked for this church and you remember that church that I worked for and they made everyone on staff take the love test. I remember Super thinking like, cool. why are we doing this? Right. But it makes so much sense. Like here, here, here's the benefits, y'all, of understanding the love languages, right? It's for us to be able to communicate with other people, right? There's a way Wait, that- And not just communicate, but communicate in the most effective way for that person not reflective of you. Right. Because for example, I'm a words guy. So I'm like, I think, okay, if you want to speak my language, give me really nice words, speak certain words towards me. But we realize that's not something that I always do though. Like I don't give that. Right. So my wife over here, she loves words. She likes compliments. She's like, oh, you smell good. You looked good. All right. I like that. Or like, And I find myself wanting those type of words, that type of affirmation, right? That type of love, but I don't give it, right? And that's what we realized. I want to encourage, I mean, fam, listen, love languages is so important. It's not just for people that are in relationship of intimacy, right? It's just, it's even friends. It's for families. It's for coworkers, like people that you have a hard time understanding, right? You find yourself, you know, giving gifts to somebody. I worked for this, um, that, that, that same church that I worked for, there'd be this guy, he'd come into my office and he'd come in, he'd start giving me these really deep shoulder rubs. He's like, man, you're tense, man. All that, man, you're not feeling good. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I wish this guy would stop touching me because I swear scored like a one or zero in touch. The five love languages, right? We got touch, right? We got words. We got gifts. We got acts. And what's the last one? 
Man, I had them all, and then you just See named that? them off and forgot them. Oh, I didn't do it in the right order, right? We should have had this ready together, right? So we got, all right, we got words. Words of we affirmation. Got, we got touch. Quality time. Oh, quality that's time. That's the one you forgot. Right. That's qu- Which is funny that I forgot that one. that's because one of yours. That's one that I give. That's one that I give. Like, actually, that's one of yours in general, though. That yeah. was actually your number one. Because I remember at the beginning of our marriage, it was really uh, a challenge to learn to give you what qualified as quality time. Right. I'd be with you, but I'd be on my phone or we would just be chilling. And that would frustrate you because you're like, you're not giving me my your undivided attention. Yeah. It wasn't quality to you. And I had to learn how to love you in that way of like putting my phone down. If we're being intentional, we're being intentional. And like, it's us time. Yeah. That's crazy too, because I, I know those feelings too. I know the times where you'd come and cuddle me or sit next to me or put your feet on me or uh, or be all up on me. And you think like you're loving on me, right? It's so interesting, right? You think you're loving on me. And to me, I'm like, you want to love on me, like put and your phone like, down. It's doing nothing for yeah, me. I'm like, if you want to love on me, put your phone down yeah. and let's actually spend quality Time together. Quality time is one of my big love languages, right? So, so like whether we're in the car and we're not listening to music, you're off your phone and it's just us sitting together, thinking together, that is quality time. And what really brought this to our attention, y'all, we're going on 14 years and we're sitting here thinking like, man, we still haven't gotten this whole thing figured out. We do not have it figured out. But what we do have figured out is understanding that the, um, um, the deep understanding of this is the way I give it. And the way I receive it may not be the same exact thing. Right. And learning to understand, okay, what type of language do you speak? Because I could do all these acts of services for you, try to sit and have quality time, but all you really want is my hand on your lap. Yeah, right? so Or true. all you really want is for me to say, you smell good. So true. Crazy, right? Because all of those things, they matter, but there's, there's an emotion connected or not connected to what they are. So- if you're doing acts of service, it's so appreciated. I know that you take care of us. I know you work hard. I know that it's not easy, but there's just this emotion that's not attached to it that just doesn't make me feel connected to you and secure. Right. But if you hold my hand or you do just put your hand on my lap while we're driving or you do give me um, words of affirmation of like, hey, I like your hair when you wear it like that, that builds my self-esteem. And that gives me that emotion that makes me feel connected to you. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, All right. We want to hear back from you guys. Like, what are some relationships that you're in right now currently that you feel like you're really struggling with? Relationships, like whether it's it's with someone you're in a romantic relationship with, whether it's a sibling, a coworker, like a boss, uh, an employee, someone that works under you. Like, you're probably figuring out, man, something is wrong with this person or something is wrong with me. Sometimes it's as simple as you haven't figured out how to speak their language. I think right. it's so helpful to like for coworkers. Yeah. Like if you're trying to connect maybe to your boss, maybe to one coworker that like you just don't like y'all are not on the same level. You're not getting along well. Like if you're really trying to go out of your way to get your boss's attention or that coworker that you don't really get along with, knowing their love language or knowing what really matters to them, that is a key component of how you can get favor with your boss. Like Straight if up. they're a gift person, then okay, pick them up a $5 Starbucks card and you can get your boss's attention because you finally started speaking their language. That's why I love that that last church that we that you did it at with your coworkers. At first it seemed weird because it's not love relationships, right. but it found it so useful for the culture of those employees to know how to respect each other, like 
that guy didn't realize you weren't a toucher and it was actually off-putting for you for someone to touch yeah. you all the time. Yeah. And then for him to understand, ooh, my bad. I wasn't loving you. I wasn't speaking your language. I'll I'll back off. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of touch, right? You know, because here I am saying like, actually, don't touch me. I'm good. And I married someone that only wants to be touched, <laughs> like a poodle, right? You just want to be- I like a golden retriever better. Okay, golden retriever. Like you just, oh, remember that dog that we had? The first yes. dog we had? Roxy. Roxy. Like she was gold. She was a lab slash what? I don't know. She was a mutt. It was really wild. That's what yeah, she was. Yeah, she was like half lab, half Pomeranian. It's the yeah, cutest crazy. thing ever. We sold her on Craigslist. Matter of fact, no, we gave her away on Craigslist. And before we got, before we got flagged. Flagged. Someone got it and then we got flagged. So luckily ago. the dog, I think the dog's still alive with somebody. But anyways, that dog right there, yo, that dog was wild because that dog wild. wanted to be Every single quality. It was like a cat. Yeah. Yeah. Here's what here's what I want to encourage you guys to to really fully understand. Like this is not, again, this is not just some fun exercise, although it can be a fun exercise. Like you could use it for those purposes. Right. This is something that can be used as a tool, honestly, to grow. A lot of times we think, well, that's just the way I am. That's just the way I but really understanding, right? Really connecting. If you feel like you're in a relationship and 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 there's no satisfaction, right? Sometimes it could be as simple as because you guys aren't speaking the same language. You're speaking one thing, the other person, like even my wife, babe, there's times you straight up pivot. Your personality can change if your tank isn't full, right? You guys, I, sometimes I think I'm funny, right? Sometimes I'd be making these jokes, right? <laughs> and, and Daniel would be like, you're, oh my gosh, you're such a jerk. And I'm sitting here thinking like, yo, I made this joke yesterday. You laughed at it, but here's what I realized. Her tank was not Full. She was depleted. And when you're depleted, when you're empty, you act up. When your car is empty, it starts to act up, right? You better fill it up, I was right? not acting up. You're just mean. But what I'm saying is you change. Your behaviors change. It's because I realize you are running on E. It's true. You're running on E. Listen, y'all, it's a, it, it's a, it's a, it's a work for us. I get it sometimes to be able to satisfy someone else because you think, well, that's not on me. That's on them. Well, no, if we're in relationship with each other, right? If we're friends, if you and I are friends, right? And I realize that you speak, you enjoy quality time. Every time I come to you and ask you for something, right? I would fully understand if your behaviors start to, to shift, you start to pivot because you realize like, yo, every time Pete comes to me, he's asking for something. But if he will come to me with just good quality time to just sit down with you and be like, Hey, what's up, man? You doing all right? All right. Hey man, I, I have a guy the other day. I called him and he's like, yo, Pierre, what's up, man? What's the honor for today? Like, what's up? What are you thinking? Like, you know, like what honor do I owe you? And I was just like, nah, man, I was just thinking about you. You're on my mind and just checking on you. And he's like, what? Bro, that's crazy, man. Thank you. And he's going through a lot of stuff. He's in dialysis. He's going through a lot of different things with his health. And just the fact that I called him just to have a good quality conversation. I wasn't like, hey, man, here's where, here's, all right, man, here's why I called you. There was none of that. The reason why I called you was just quality time. I was filling up his tank. I just found out he just got out of dialysis that morning. I didn't know that. I was just more just checking in on him. Right. Filling up his tank, which by nature, I give quality time to at the same time. And so I'm learning to understand, like, sometimes that those are easy, but really understanding to speak your language. When your tank is full, happy wife, happy life, right? They always say that. But I understand that when your tank is full and you're in a good place, everyone around you gets a better Danny Lee. It's true. And I know that, you know, some of us millennials that may be listening, like, y'all know that love languages had a really, really big, like scene and it kind of got overdone. 
And I honestly, I don't hear a lot of people talk about it anymore. Like, but it has been so valuable even to just have the verbiage of like when you're making those jokes and they're not landing how I like them and they are feeling really mean. Right. I can literally look at you and just say, hey, my love tank is empty. And you know, ooh, I got to pull back. Let me pull back on the jokes. And let me just snuggle I'll her a little yo, bit more. I'll come in. I'll hug her. I'll grab her. <laughs> every every. I'll just. I'll do a lot of things. Wow, babe. I'll okay, do a okay, lot okay. of things for her to chill out, calm down, fill and the it tank. literally will. Br- I say literally too much. It will bring my blood pressure down so much, and it will help me like woo sigh, and I'm okay yeah. again. And yeah. it really is it's like so. There's so much value and knowing what your love languages are being able to verbalize what you need from someone. I, I I feel really strongly about that because it is something I've had to work on. It is something right. I've had to work on finding those words to say, this is what I need from you yeah. and asking those things of you of like, hey, I actually really need this to be the best wife that I can be, to be the best mom that I can be. This is what I need from you. Yeah, that's actually like one of the best um, features that we've added to our relationship is asking each other, okay, what do you need? Right. Yeah. I remember when we first started doing that exercise, like several years ago, like we'll go through this big fight. Most people, they'll go through fights. Like they'll just get into arguments and they're like, man, whatever, whatever. They just let it die out and they never deal with it until it right. comes back out again. And for us, when we finally cool down, we'll sit at a moment, we'll say, okay, what do you need from me? Yeah. Right. Actual homework, actual tangible homework and say, hey, how can I do better? Where can I grow? And that's honestly has really changed our life. Yeah, it was a really big turning point. So those times like where you're like, man, when you're always making fun or you're cracking jokes, like here's what I need. Like I need you to know like when my tank is empty or when my tank is full. Like when I feel like I'm empty, like I feel like all I'm getting from you is hate. I'm not getting any love. Yeah. I feel like you're hating on me or you're poking at and me. And I'll say, I'll be like, tread lightly because my tank doesn't feel real full right now. Yeah. And then I'll pause. I'll <laughs> fill up her tank really good. Fill you up real good. Babe, and then, keep going. Well, keep okay, talking. I'll fill you up real good. And then there we go. We good. I call up my boys and we can go out, chill, hang out because Danley feels satisfied. Satisfied. And that satisfaction, again, it's not just for marriages, y'all. It's for anyone that you're in relationship with, man. I want to encourage you guys, like, you know, like, like whether it's a friend, like, is it a sibling, right? Is it someone that you're always bumping heads with? Like, really understand, like, okay, like, because at at the end of the day, like, relationships, you know, like, you guys heard me say it in a few episodes ago, right? It shouldn't just be endured. You shouldn't just puff and puff and be like, oh, well, that's just how it is. No, it doesn't have to be that way. Like, it's you coming together and say, hey, let's walk through this. Hey, every time you say this, it makes me feel this certain type of way. How how can, even the other day, I said a comment to you, um, like, we were talking and, and I, you know, we said something and I said, is that a problem? Oh, right. And that was like, you know, it ruffled feathers, but my heart was in a pure place. I genuinely was trying to understand, is this going to be a problem? You know, and I heard, is this going to be a problem? That's what I heard. Yeah. And so, but it was us understanding tones, it was us understanding. So even tones, that's a whole episode for a whole nother day. Because based off of your life, based off off of how you live, how you brought up, it's going to determine so many different things on how you hear tones. But really understanding each other's hearts and understanding that, hey, we're both working at this. And I tell my wife this all the time. I tell my friends this all the time. I say, hey, man, like we're not bumping heads, man. I'd rather us bump shoulders. Shoulders tells, it tells me that we're alongside each other. That's the biggest thing. So I want to challenge everybody, man. Like really tap into your love languages. Understand the language that that um that to 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 really go deeper, right? Deeper to foster that, to have an understanding, and to really bring satisfaction 
in the way you communicate with other people. Understand what works for you, right? And so understand there's a that. book that they can read, Five Love Languages. Uh, we'll put it in the show notes, the 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 author of it. And yeah, then I think Gary Chapman, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. You pulled that out, sir. Yeah. Good I, job. I chat GBT to earlier. Oh, that's true. Okay. So <laughs> Gary Chapman, the five love languages. And there's a few different ones, I believe, that are for like specific spouses or different types of relationships. And then there's a quiz that will tell you like your top two gifts of or which love languages speak to you the most. And it is really wild. I just need to say it again that you scored a zero or a one on physical touch. Don't touch me. I remember like that was a season we were watching Walking Dead. Right. And I was like, are you a zombie? That's funny. Just don't touch me. That's all I got to say. Just don't and touch me. And you married a person who needs the That's most crazy. physical touch. And I understand it. And I'll make all the adjustments that I need. Yo, listen, we want to hear from you guys. DM us, hit us up, jump, jump in the chats, send us a comment on Instagram, like, like whatever it takes. Let us know, like, what are some things that you feel like you're challenged with, like, challenged with when it comes to communication, especially using emotions and when it comes to love? Like, let us know, where can we partner up with you? Where can we pray for you, man? I understand, like, this life is really hard. And so it's important for us to understand that there are people like you and I that can come together and really just walk alongside each other. You're going to hear say this all the time. Relationship is key. God intended relationship for us to be able to walk alongside each other. So we want to keep pushing you guys to build your relationship with God, develop your relationship with others, go easy on yourself, love yourself, right? Care for others. Jesus said that too. Care for others. Love others like you love yourself, right? Treat others as you want to be treated. As you can tell, we got like, we're faith-based. And so we want to encourage you, have a good relationship with yourself. Have a solid relationship with others and let's love on others and not just use them and care, 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 care. Listen with intentionality, dig deep, and we're going to see so much change in our life. All right, let's continue to dig y'all. Peace. Love y'all. You've been listening to Let's Dig the Podcast. If you've enjoyed today, be sure to subscribe, rate, and share this episode. Also, Pierre and Danny Lee would love to hear from you. Find them on all social media platforms at Let's Dig the Podcast. Thanks for digging with us. We'll see you next time. We